Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, I'm Bobby Moynihan, and you've clicked play on our Earwolf Presents podcast. Welcome. Each week you'll listen to a special episode from the Earwolf universe of podcasts, or even something completely original and brand new. Right now, you hear an episode of my show, Celebrity Sighting with Jonathan Biting. In it, I interview my friend, Taryn Killam, who plays Brad Pitt. You can hear more episodes of the show on Stitcher Premium. Enjoy. Good morning, hello! Yeah! Hello! Hello, everybody! And welcome to Celebrity Sightings with Jonathan Bidings! That's me! Clap with your hands! Clap with your feet! Clap with your friends wherever ye shall meet! It is 3.42 in the a.m. That's the morning for you brain dummies out there, and I don't know about you, but the day has fucking begun, and it is not waiting for anyone! Good morning, hello! Just helping myself to an ice-cold glass of Scrappy the Russian brand potato vodka! Made from the best potato vodkas and the best potato vodkas in the land. Scrappy the Russian brand potato vodka is not an actual sponsor. Just an alcohol I drink like water. Hammered. Once again, I am Jonathan Biting. I just fucking said it, so if you forgot already... You gotta get checked, pal. Please call me Jonathan and not John. We are not close. We are not friends. You all know me from my scandal. I was originally the host of Celebrity Biting with Jonathan Biting. Uh-oh! <laughs> Fuck that one up. I went to jail for biting Kathy Bates on the top of the head immediately. While I was in this actual jail, I was like, <laughs> that's on you, Jonathan. Probably shouldn't do that again, John John. So I just changed the shit out of the name. Now it's Celebrity Sighting with Jonathan Biting, and here the fuck we are. Can you believe it? We're sighting celebrities everywhere. So if you see a celebrity, call in. But if you bit one, don't you put that phone down. Don't tell us, because we're legally not allowed to hear it. If you're a celebrity and you saw a celebrity while being a celebrity and you want to come over here and talk about that celebrity while you're being a celebrity, do it. Call up. It's the morning. We're getting ready to go. Good morning. This is our biggest get. <laughs> biggest get. To be honest, I am a little worried that we have peaked too soon. It's going to be hard to top this one. Actor. Producer, handsome boy, perfect face haver, and truly, most importantly, a father. Please welcome to your ears 
the Brad Pitt. Ladies and gentlemen, the Brad Pitt is here. Can you believe this? Uh, Mr. Biting. Mr. Oh, Biting. Please Happy call me Jonathan Biting. With, please call me by my full name. Gladly, Jonathan, my friend. Happy to be here. Wow! You're so cool sounding. You sound so much cooler than me already all the time. Well, I uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I I appreciate your patience and understanding. I know you got up very early because I'm in a different time zone. Uh-huh. I'm always up at this time of day because I like to get hammered before the sun comes up. Well, then then it worked for both of us, but I appreciate you uh, facilitating me. You're a kind man. You're a good man. That's why I said yes. Oh, thank you. I like those sounds you throw in. You're crazy, Brad Pitt. Can I ask you something? Right off Anything. the bat, I gotta know. I thought I was gonna be a lot more nervous because you're so beautiful and, and like your face looks the way it does. Like, because when Wallace Shawn was here, I couldn't breathe. But like, I'm here now and I, I'm gonna, not gonna lie, I feel safe. I feel taken care of. You're a beautiful man, but I also feel like if something happens, if something goes down, we're safe. You can handle it. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, uh, as you said, I'm a father. And, you are uh, a father. The most important thing in the world to be. I think there's something that comes with that, with, uh, with looking after children, many children, uh, yeah. human beings, different human beings, different needs, different wants. Wow. And it's your job to, uh, to protect, to make feel safe, to, to make them feel safe, to achieve, to explore, to be themselves, but... What? You're so much more than a pretty face. You actually had thoughts there for a minute. And they made sense when you strung them together. That's... <laughs> oh, do you get Thank that you, a Jonathan. lot? Jim, uh, I like uh, how you say my name when you're joking around. <laughs> well, you know, uh, expectations. We are in a business of perception. Being a celebrity is very different from being a human. Tell and me I about it. happen to be both. Well, exactly. You know, you know. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure who you are at home, who you are with your friends, who you are with family, very different from who you are out in the world. See, that's good to hear because I feel Uh, like if I, oh, God bless you. I feel like if I was famous, I would just be, um, uh, how do you say this? A fucking asshole all the time because like. I see all I've done since the day I was born. I don't know if you know this about me. Um, the moment I was born, my mother birthed me. I camped out and I saw Ed Bagley Jr. And I snapped a pic. First thing that ever happened to me. Very first thing. So instant celebrity sighting. Instant. Ed Bagley in the And you were hooked, hooked. From, day, from, the, from moment one. From- now, it's very interesting because with Eddie, it could have gone either way. You could have become a, a fame obsessed, celebrity obsessed, which you clearly are. Or oh, very. You could have been. You could have been a protector of the planet, my buddy Eddie. Like uh, Captain Planet. Uh, sort of. I like to think of Ed Bigley Jr. as a real life Captain Planet. Uh, I mean, sure, but let's be honest. If they were casting Captain Planet, Ed Bigley Jr. wouldn't even be on the list. He's a tall, lanky man. Well, and- I, I I know you were a baby. I know it was day one. Also, uh, I'd like to compliment you on your this was also uh, memory almost- retention. Yeah, this was almost 100 years ago, too. It doesn't really work out, but it does. But sure. Mathematically, it makes no sense, but 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 in reality, it does. Okay. Not sure what that means. Me neither. But Eddie is uh, he's a protector of the planet. He's about uh, green energy. He's about conservation. He's about making the world better than he left it. Uh, So I'm saying you had options from day one. 
you know, become obsessed with status, with with fame, with recognition, or become obsessed, uh, uh, obsessed, excuse me, with uh, with defending the planet. And uh, and the road you took led me to be here with you. So I have no regrets. Uh. Me neither. Can you believe it? Seeing that Bagley, seeing little Eddie Bagley Jr. And now I'm here with b- the Brad Pitt. The only one. Can you believe? The one I can't... and only. For yeah. better, for, for better, for worse. The one and only. <laughs> so you, so you know, you know, you you get up in the morning and you're like, I, 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 I lucked out. Uh, you know, uh, certainly, certainly, a vast amount of uh, circumstantial fortune for myself. Uh, t- right place, right time, but also a lot of hard work. Uh, I studied, I studied, I, right. I persevered. A lot of rejection. I mean, but honestly, no one cares no's, about that shit. A lot of yeses. Finding the yeah. difference between the two. But do I live in a nice house? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's hard to hear you complain ever, Brad Pitt, about anything, I assume. I feel like the second you complain, everyone just says, relax, Brad Pitt. <laughs> you well, know? the problem is uh, there's no point to complaining. People people already know the shortcomings. People already, when when, when people are drawn to you when people are, are, are consumed with your, with your goings on professionally, personally, yeah. uh, they, they, they're going to know everything about you already. So the complaint just feels repetitive. It feels redundant. Yeah, uh, uh, bless you. Are you under the weather? Uh, I'll, I'll digress. It's very hard for, to live your life as a Brad Pitt. I'm assuming. Does that like, they just want to know everything about you. It's like, Good morning. What poops did you do, Brad Pitt? That's we care about that even. Like it's I mean, like they I think must... that that is the last frontier of protection that I have. Quite honestly, your poops. Uh, you know, my, the Brad Pitt's poops are, are for Brad Pitt alone, <laughs> and and barely at that. Not not for lack of trying, but um, I you know I, I I do what I can to protect the last vestiges of privacy that I have because, as you said, you know people want at it. So you hire security. I have plumbing security. I have garbage security. Whoa, I have plumbing security. How elite. Very important thing. You know, keep your pipes private. Have you ever found, have you, let me ask you a question here. Now we're getting into the brass tacks and I like it. And I will say, I don't know what brass tacks means. You, have you ever been taking a poop? Have you ever been sitting may on the I, toilet? May I explain what brass tacks mean? I mean, if you got the time. I, I have plenty of time. You seem a lot smarter than you should be. I just want to say that right away. Also, well, you seem like you want to prove it a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, listen, meeting expectations, surpassing expectations, subverting expectations. People look at you, they expect one thing. I like to keep them guessing. I like to deliver another. I have a lot of downtime. I have a lot of travel. You know, I'm traveling. I'm on set. A lot of downtime. I'm a reader. I love architecture. See, and Dad, that I don't know. That is why I know what brass tacks are. Brass okay. tacks come down to the brass tacks used for flooring originally. When people say, let's get down to it, you got to get past the carpet. You got to get past the padding. You got to get down to the floorboards held in by brass tacks. Bah. You're listed as a producer on Lego Masters. What the fuck is that? Very shit proud all about? of that. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, I'm, okay, okay, you, Very you bad. seem it. You seem it. You yeah. seem it. Uh, you know, people know I have children. I like to say I'm a kid at heart myself. Legos. <laughs> That's a fun uh, thing to say. You <laughs> say should say that. I say it very frequently. I'll probably Is it say true? It well, I'm sort of a kid at heart. 
So it's not true. No, it's very much true. So I think, it's false. I think as a performer, as an actor, as an artist, you have to stay in touch with your inner child. Bleh. If you Bless don't, you. if you have cynicism, if, you, if you're guarded and protected, if you're mature, if you're an adult and what the expectations of that are, you're out of touch with something. You're, you're out of touch with honesty. And what Legos bring is honesty. Honesty in play, honesty in creativity, honesty in architecture, of which I am a fan. And those are the brass Lego tacks. You gotta have honesty in architecture. You gotta have it. You, have you seen gotta it? have it. And I know that sounds silly, but if you walk by, if you walk by a house with false architecture, w- number one, it's not safe. Number two, it's not nice to look at. And number three, it's most likely haunted. Buh. Wait a minute. So you know that's you know a lot of things, Brad Pitt. Everyone thinks you're just Jeffrey Goins from Twelve Monkeys. Uh, Not true. I've, if I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. <laughs> I, 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 I like how you laugh because you laugh like a younger white gentleman who looks probably nothing like you. You laugh like a frat boy. And I like that because that means deep down inside, you're a piece of shit like the rest of us. And I all, like that. I like to know that. You bit of everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've got your own piece of shitness, right, Jonathan? Oh, like, tons. I'm a piece to shit through and through. I uh, 75, 100 years I've been alive. 75 years of those not in jail, 25 in jail. I am a piece of shit, let me tell you about it. But I, ever since I got out of jail, therapy and positivity has been helping me and I'm doing a lot better. Not gonna lie. Feeling good. But still, yeah. <laughs> I've done no. I've done things um, I think about and care not to. Wish I could erase them. Well, but you've done a lot of good too. That's what I'm saying. It's about balance. It's about it's yeah. about complexity. It's about shades of gray. It's about variation. I mean, when I met you, when I met you in Branson, Missouri. Yeah, I remember that. That was a beautiful day at the wing eating competition. Mm-hmm. I I never miss it. You donated all your proceeds uh, to to help sick pets. Did I? I thought that that was the intention. I'm not going to lie. I think that might have been an accident. I might have had wing sauce in my eyes or something because I have never Uh, given away a penny and I never will. I uh, hate charity. I don't like helping people. Um, My charity is me. You know, I'm here celebrity sighting for you guys. I'm out there every day going, oh, this Halle Berry's foot. But that's not about you. That's about Halle Berry. So my question oh. to you is, is, you know, first of all, I, I commend you on your on your vulnerable honesty. Thank uh, you, Brad Pitt. I, I, getting getting to the truth of what makes us tick and what makes us flawed is is part of the human experience. I think this but, is uh, almost like therapy. This is like are, you should be a therapist. You should be a therapist. You could do anything, Brad Pitt. You know, I thought about it for a very long time. Honestly, I did. I I, I did seven years in Tibet, and after the production, oh, that is very draining. Yeah, very that's draining. Something I'd like to talk to you about. An eye opening experience, and I thought, you know what? I've explored the world. I want to explore the human soul. But I found out, even the best, even the greatest minds of our time, even even the doctors upon doctors of therapy don't make as much money as I do. So I said, bah. 
and and that was and that was enough for you. You said that, and then it was all cleared up in your head from that well, leave, it, leave it to the experts you know what i mean leave it to the experts and uh as you said i'm a very lucky man so why waste those genetics <laughs> oh brad pitt you know how beautiful you are now let me ask you a question there's something that you brought up which i'm glad you did because i was quite honestly very shocked by this this is a real fact according to my computer i did not a lot of research on but it says here that you were banned from entering China yes. because of your role in seven years of Tibet. Care to explain that for the rest of your seven, life? What happened seven there? Seven years in Tibet. Seven years in Tibet. What did I say? What did seven I say? Seven years of Tibet. Okay. And Tibet well, has, I mean, Tibet honestly, has existed long before that, which is enough. why I, I've been banned. None of my movies opened in China. None of them except Cool World. Cool World to this day I mean, only film of mine, of my vast body of work allowed in China. Cool World should be shown in bathroom stalls across the world. It should be shown anywhere people have peepers. It is a perfect, it is Roger Rabbit if Roger Rabbit exactly. was bad and weird. That was the pitch. No way! Yep. Well, then you knocked it out of the friggin' cartoon park, I'll tell you that. Uh, th thank you very much. I, I I sat down with my people very early on, coming off of a, a fresh hot stint on Growing Pains, and they can said, you, "I'm sorry. Can you do me yeah, one favor, just for the I'll ladies you, out there? I'll do you up to three. <laughs> thank you for the ladies and the men. Who knows? Can you just say a uh, hot stint again for them, please? Yeah, the way you yeah. Said that? So there I was on, uh, you know, a struggling actor, uh, uh, auditioning day in day out, uh, very few bites. Uh, and and I hit it big. I got to work with little Cookie Cameron on a hot stint on Growing Pains, but now that's what they want to hear. It did throw, sound like you threw up in your mouth at the end, but that's okay. And I, I also ah. thought you said I also thought you said Cookie Cameron for a second. I got very excited that little. there was a sister I didn't know uh, about. My boy Jonathan likes a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love a cookie. Yeah, Who doesn't love a cookie? You. Yeah, I, I mean it's a cookie. You. Yeah. You whispered when we were playing when we were competing in that wing competition. Do you remember yeah. what you told me? I don't. I was face deep in in ranch, so I have <laughs> I don't remember anything but survive. Before you got into that ranch, you leaned over, and I'll never forget this. You said, "Hey, hey." Yeah, I make that hey. sound with my mouth hey. a bunch. I'm just gonna picture the wings as cookies. And you went to town. You did, and you went to town. And I tried to follow your lead. It's, you, it does. It's much easier that way. Yeah. Sweet, sweet heat. Because a cookie sweet, doesn't sweet have bones. Turn, turn the heat to sweet. Yeah. I say Not it all the time. Not a lot of cookies have bones. I say, listen, I'm a, you I'm did, a kid You were heart. saying that a lot. I'm I remember telling you. And the trick, the secret of life is turning the heat to sweet. Duh. You you kept saying that, and I remember thinking, wow, I can't believe I'm in the middle of Michigan in a wing-eating contest with Brad Pitt, and he won't fucking stop saying this shit. Yeah, He's a right. weirdo. Well, after we met at the one in Missouri, and we continued on to Michigan, uh, you know, I said this. Oh, we're, that's we're right. Kindred spirits. We're kindred spirits. Um, you know, this is clearly going to be a reoccurring uh a reoccurring interaction which i do not mind bah! and i said mr mr biting you've given me a gift you've taught me to turn the heat into sweet bah! <laughs> 
so scary. Thought I actually got shot by a word there for a moment. Now, you were born in Shawnee, Oklahoma. That's a place. Correct. Does ev- does everyone in Shawnee share the same like amazing luck and stunning beauty as you? It is Or known- is it just like a bunch of ugly duds who just packed up and you just <laughs> packed up and headed off to Hollywood? <laughs> Shawnee, Oklahoma, known as known as the the Sweden of the Midwest. Um, because oh, that's sweet. Yeah, no. Well, actually, it's uh, it's true. Uh, the, if you ever have the good fortune to drive through, or fly through, or ride through, or just just meander through Shawnee, yeah. Oklahoma, um, do they have trains? I take mostly trains. If you're trekking through, uh, stop there. Uh, beautiful people. Not 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 uh, not, not spiritually. I'm talking about just pure vanity. Beautiful people, because there was a uh, in the westward expansion, there was a there was a a trail of Swedes, uh, Swedes kind of a Nordic conglomerate, if you will. Trail uh, of Swedes was my first improv team. You do improv. I used to when I was seventy five, young and spry. You just went in and jumped there. I I was part of an improv troupe. Uh, what haven't Missouri. you done, Brad Pitt? <laughs> many hats, many hats. <laughs> you okay? I get so okay. I get literally worried for you sometimes when you make. No, don't you worry about me, Jonathan. I've got everything going for me. Yeah, you do. I gotta say, you have. Uh. Did you have a man witch today? Like something saucy. Uh, let me ask you a question. You are the most famous thing anybody has ever seen. <laughs> yep. What is the most famous thing Brad Pitt has ever seen? You know, because you probably run in celebrity circles that like, you know, maybe Illuminati around there kind of, you know, but like what's the most famous thing Bradley Pitt has ever seen? I saw Eddie Murphy, Brett Ratner and Tom Hanks on a mechanical bull in 2008. That's, I mean, that's I, tough to beat. Uh, the thing is, a lot of my heroes coming up, you know, uh, uh, your, 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 your Steve McQueen's. Oh, sure. And, and your James Dean's. Sure. And anything, anything that rhymed with Ian. Yeah, much, it seems like of. it. And, Alliteration. Uh, by the time that I'd sort of, you know, broken through or was achieving any, you know, middling level of success, uh, unfortunately they'd passed on. So, uh, so yeah. in terms of, in terms of real impressive interactions for me, it comes down to more about what it meant to me, not what it means to the world. Sure. To the world, as you put it, I might be one of the most famous people ever, whatever. Bah. Oh, you don't, oh, me, you don't care. And then you tried to scare a child at the end. It sounded like to me, the most famous person I ever met, that I was very, very excited about was Norma Ween Denikin. Do you know who Norma is? I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that's not a real person's name. Norma Ween Denikin did wigs and hair for Miss Elizabeth Taylor, <gasps> starting from before Cleopatra. And her, her, you know, very there, torrid, very public affairs with, with Dick Burton. Was there even life before of Virginia Cleopatra? Wolf. Well, yeah, I mean, she was in the original Black Beauty. Uh, she, you know, she was a starlet of, 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 of TV and film far before Cleopatra. But uh, she took, she took a 36-year-old Liz Taylor from Cleopatra to Martha and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. And that... 
transformative experience is what made me want to be an actor today. That's why, if you notice, in every single role I've ever played, yeah, I have a different length of hair. But oh, see, that's true. But I always thought that was just the natural passing of time, and people's hair grows normally. And you were just a human who got his hair cut in between films. But it was a choice. Well, well Jonathan, as you admitted to earlier, you clearly didn't do a ton of research. Uh, no. I never do, and I don't have to but, admit uh, to anything. It's my fucking show. I'll do what I want. <laughs> I did enough. nothing to prepare. <laughs> except except well, some of this. What's that? What's slappy that the Russian vodka brand there. potato vodka. Yeah. Made from the best potatoes and vodkas in the land. Slappy the Russian brand potato vodka, not a sponsor. Uh, Are you cold? Do you have um, a cold? When it's like I get nervous that you. No, it's, uh, up it's, a just, it's a form of expression. It's 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 onomatopoeia. It's uh, it, it's past what words can say. You know, yeah. it, 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 uh, language is a man-made construct or, or human-made construct, I should say. <laughs> um, uh oh, it's yeah. catching. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a good time, Bradley Pitt. Now, can I ask you a question? I think it's, you know, we're only 25 minutes in, but I would be remiss if I didn't. And also, I think, you know, it's on everybody's brains. Do you still talk to Angie? Do you hate me bringing that up? Do you hate it? Is she mean? She looks cold and scary sometimes, but I just want to. Angie will always be one of the loves of my life. Oh. Uh, That's actually beautiful. Paths converge, but they must also at times diverge. And that's kind of what, what it came to be. We were different people than when we met, and we were different people than when we were together, and now we're different, very different people from who we are in this present moment, but we're still co-parents, and I'll always respect her, I'll always love her, and quite honestly, I'll always have the hearts for her, but... Me too and i was never married no i'm not lying i had the hots for oh. i will have sex with anything as we all know that um i, I did not know that yeah i, did not know I that identify as wishy-washy and my pronouns are i'm sorry and i'm just trying oh so you would you say that you you have a, a, a sexual addiction not anymore i'm a hundred years old if i can literally wake up then like that's my addiction is living but right at now at this point but... in your life you would still have sex with anything oh yeah i'll have sex with a cat i mean like that's terrible but like a cat like a beautiful a human cat like the cats from the movie cats i wouldn't have sex with an actual cat because that's nasty sure and i never sure. have had sex with an animal but i also am not gonna lie and say I would judge you if you did that because sex is, you know, love is love. But I guess I would I would probably judge you if someone had sex with a house cat. I think yeah. unfortunately I'd have to draw a hard line and be like not cool. Yeah, there was Whoa. a guy named Dave uh-huh. in my high school that everyone said he fucked a cat and uh, nobody really hung out with that guy a bunch. This was 100 years ago. Yeah, back in high school, 100 years ago. This is this is 100 this is the year 1921. Well, close, You're yeah. in high school. Yeah. You're a young up and coming celebrity obsessed Jonathan. Yeah, I was a kid named Dave. Yeah, we won't say his last name, but I will post it somewhere online. Are you an avid online user? Do you have a, a large social media? Because I tried to find you after our two uh, winging in contests, and you don't have a huge online presence. I do not. I'm afraid of the computer. I don't like people knowing any information about me. Um, most of the stuff I post is lies. 
And uh, yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid all the time of of people and thoughts. And yet, and yet, you're driven to citing celebrities. So, what is that about? What is this celebrity citing with Brad Pitt all of a sudden? He's interviewing me all of a sudden. Get the call. The, stop the presses because the presses have begun. Question mark? No. Yeah, I guess you could say, like, for me, it's about the rush. It's about hiding silently when no one can see you and being a little hundred-year-old man in a bush, just just waiting and just knowing mm. that the second I see a celebrity, I'm going to feel this rush of excitement. I'm going to snap mm. a pic of that celeb. And also, I don't know if you know this about me, but uh, I like to respect celebs. I've done this my whole life, and, you know, I'm working, but so are they. They're living their lives, so I don't like to bother them. I very rarely ask for an autograph. I abhor selfies. I don't like them. I don't think you should do them, but mm. I do them. But mm. I do them because you got to win this biz. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's about waking up and going, hey, you know what I don't have right now? A picture of Whoopi Goldberg at a Sbarro. And then later that day going, hey, do you know what I do have? A picture of Whoopi Goldberg at Sbarro. Interesting. Right, right. That feels like you accomplished something. I mean, I, I got to hand it to you, Wood. Uh, Please what hand draws it to me. me to, what draws me to you, what, what uh, connects me, what, what led me to say yes. A, a lot of my team are like, you're doing what with who? And I said, trust me, it's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah, because we you, get Jonathan, that a lot. I was in jail for biting. People, well, yeah, and I actually spoke to Kathy recently, <gasps> and the way she put it to me, uh, water under the bridge. That's what she said. Really? I can't say that she seemed. I can't say that she seemed like she was completely over it. We have a oh, Bates update. You. There's water under the bridge, folks. She might come if she if we get her back on the season finale. Kathy Bates. Oh my God, we thought Brad Pitt was good. Sorry, Brad. I got a little excited. No, that's okay. That's all right. You know, I I, I thought you might be excited about that. I was looking forward to to passing that on, but um, yeah. Part I, of me is happy, I, and part of me wants to break her fucking neck for making me go to jail for 25 years for biting this bitch on the top of the head well friend to friend i would not break her neck because uh it'll it'll land you right back where you started from you're damn right in the clink <laughs> but jonathan what you do is very important to me in my life you know oh. uh in sort of my existential crises um you know i i make money from people wanting to see me you want to see me, which makes people excited to see me. Bah. Bah is right. You know? You just blew my mind. It's true. If you really think about it, if there's no Jonathan Biting, is there a Brad Pitt? If a Jonathan Biting shits in the woods, does Brad Pitt see that shit? No, but Brad Pitt hires plumber security to keep it private. Oh, holy <laughs> fucking balls. Ladies and gentlemen, Bradley Pitt is here. We're going to take a break because I got to um, drop a deuce and we'll be right back. And we're back. Deuce dropped. How'd it go? Everything Fantastic. Yeah. It was like, it was very nice, actually. I sat I'm down, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait a minute, am I done?" And I was, Ooh, and that's you... called a secret poop. I like to call it. Well, well, you're probably probably keeping those intestines nice and greased with that schlappy rotgut. <laughs> it's 
Say it correctly, please. Slappy the Russian brand potato vodka. Made with only the coldest vodkas and the dirtiest potatoes. Slappy the Russian brand potato vodka. Keeps you regular, but It keeps you regular and drunk as a duck, I like to say. <laughs> uh, Let me ask you a question. Please. What, it, what is it like not looking horrible? Honestly, mm. like... I look in the mirror and I have to stand on 11 books because I'm a very small man. I'm very tiny and I got weird hairs on my head. So I, I look strange. I'm like a walking joke of a man. I look like if somebody slapped Danny DeVito in the face and just said, Get out of here, you weirdo. That's what I look like. But you must wake up every day, and it must be like looking into a puddle of unicorns or something. Like, because, like, do you ever? Have well, you, ever, I, you know, this is crass. But if you ever jerked off to your own face, like, I yes, know that's weird. Yes, yeah, of course, I of course. I knew it. I, knew it. I did, would honestly, too. until this moment, did not know that that wasn't a thing that people did not do. See, that's fascinating because you're so be you're so beautiful that you Come can't on. even fathom somebody yeah. not waking up and being like, "Well, time to toss one out to this face." If I'm being honest, uh, you know, it's not as conscious as that, right? Uh, yeah, um, it's more. Uh, this looks. This makes me feel. What I see makes me feel good. I want to feel more good. Yeah, that's all anyone wants. I feel like in life, right? So I'm. So, and you. So you've never tried it. Because you talk oh, about, oh, no, you're beautiful, never. I'm not. Work. You're handsome, I'm ugly. You've got a whole flowing head of hair that looks like a glorious lion's mane. Yeah, I've got I look like a to, scared eight, bull sack. Eight to 16 wiry gray hairs sticking out at strange ends. You yeah. walk down the street, people get excited. I stand on books. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I'm saying... Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, but Brad Pitt, you have to understand. And if you can um, change your eye beholding, you won't mind beholding yourself once or twice in the morning. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I'm also it's also not good to lie to yourself. It's also good to know that some people will put on this earth and they look a certain way and then some people wake up and they got the shit end of the stick, but they could still sit in a bush and take a picture of the beautiful person. But nothing is absolute, Jonathan. Nothing is well, absolute. See, now you're talking and there like are people a, now you're in talking the world like who look at me, person. people in the world who look like me and are like, I don't like his face. I know this. I know that that is truth. Yeah, wow. So you're not you're not not in reality like I have been most of my life. Wait, sorry, the double negative. I'm not, not, not in, in reality. Not, Sometimes not, you, yeah. but you admitting you are not, not in rea reality means that you are aware of the reality you're not in. Yes, correct. Huh? Yeah, but that's why I can get away with doing whatever the fuck I want. I'm also a hundred years well, old. Well, tell that to Kathy Bates. Well, that was a different time. That was a very different time. Twenty-five years ago. Yeah, it correct and. I don't know about you. Where was Kathy? She was coming off what? Fried green tomatoes? She was coming off. Or she off, would say fried green tomatoes. This. I'm certain you'll call it fried green tomatoes. <laughs> I don't understand. See, much like how you jerk off to your face, I have never not said it tomatoes. Okay. I could have guessed. I could have guessed. What do you call it? Tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. Oh, do you, oh, you call it tomatoes. Well, fuck you, Brad Pitt. I call it tomatoes. And that's Very how hostile. I say it. And you're, uh, yeah. 
you know what it is? I'm my not fucking saying show, I have a problem with it, Jonathan. And I was in jail, Brad Pitt. I'm not and saying that. And you come in here and you tell Biden, me all oh, this Bates. is happening. Hey, I'm fucking talking, Brad Pitt. You come in here. Oh, you got to. I'm beautiful and you got to be. Fuck you, you're Brad You're the Pitt. only one who's called me beautiful. Fuck you right in your beautiful you're, mouth. You're putting you your words. You have not a problem. Not, not only are you fucking my mouth, you're putting your words in my beautiful mouth. I'll put my words in your brains. And you'll never forget them. I'm actually angry at you, Brad Pitt. That terrifies me that I might be calling it vodka, tomato, just, you know, g- give me a, a... English, motherfucker, use it. <laughs> These are words. I'm saying you're finding hard vodka. R's where there are not. You're finding hard R's where there are not. Duh. Do you call it pasta? Yeah, I do, Brad Pitt. Hey, if you're going to get... First of all, you are lucky we are on Zoom right now because if we were not, your throat would be in my asshole. As long as there were plenty of books around. This has taken a turn. An unexpected turn. You seemed extremely nice at all of these wing-eating contests that my we friend, see each other at across friend, America. But right now... The only one who's turned it hostile is yourself. You this is not Jeff, the Jeffrey Goins. fingers pointing back at you. Bah. This is not the Jeffrey Goins from 12 Monkeys that I have or, grown to love. Or should I say three fingers? When you point a finger, there's three fingers pointed back at yourself, bruh. Don't force it. It's just Goins, okay? Okay. Brad. Jonathan. When you die. Yes. I mean, you're probably going to have an in, I'm guessing, like in heaven, I'm guessing. You'll probably have an in. But do you think people will remember you for your brilliant and extensive acting career or those tight little buns you got there? Hmm. Because I'd I'm, like to think, a couple honestly, minutes ago, I would have said, oh. like, I think they remember you for your acting. But now, hmm. after our battle. Yes, which I feel somehow closer to you now. but. I have calmed down, and I don't want to go back to jail. I almost bit you, Brad Pitt. I almost almost got in my car. Yes. Came to your home. Okay. And bit you. But I have not. That feeling has subsided. I have done my deep breathing. One, two, three, four, seven. Count out. I skip a couple numbers and add the seven to confuse myself during meditation. It's a thing Mm. I do. You know what I find very relaxing? That what would is help that? me kind of get calm, get centered? What's that? Listening to Rasta music. Or, as you may call it, Roster. Okay. You had to bring it back. We were doing fine, and then you brought it back, and also racist. How? Brad, Brad Pitt saying that he listens to Rasta music sounds very racist somehow. I don't know why, but it seems it smells of white privilege. Well, you clearly have not you seen out. my performance in True Romance. Oh, oh, that's right. How do you how do you talk about that now in interviews? <laughs> I say Quinn Tarantino wrote it. <laughs> oh, and, ah, yeah, and he can do whatever but... he wants. Little dirty he's the, feet boy. He's the Jonathan biting of filmmaking. He can, <laughs> he he can really do whatever is. he wants and get away with it. Except he's like a big Frankenstein of a man with a Except giant head. where you bit Kathy Bates, he crashed Uma Thurman. Correct. I never, never made... I just want to point this out. I may have climbed up Kathy Bates and bitten her on the crown of her skull, but yes. I never 
forced her to do anything dangerous in a moving vehicle. That is true. That is true. I did take several pictures of her feet, but for many different reasons. Now, let me ask you, you mentioned earlier that you prefer to be in a bush when you take these pictures. Yeah, I like a traditional bush. What happens when you're indoors? Uh, uh, I, uh, (laughs) I'm very rarely indoors uh, for a sighting. If I'm indoors, that means... You did something, and I'm in your house now. That right. you really I sort of, well. I noticed you're kind of in a screen porch area right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my little screened porch area because you know it's the morning. The sun hasn't even risen yet, and and thank you also, by the way, for doing this so early. Yeah, but, happy um, to. Well, well, I, I'm I'm in Nice, so I'm in a different different time zone, but. Oh, the place. I thought you I thought you meant like your niece and I was about to no. say there it is. I knew something was I knew uh, something no, was no, weird no. about it. I have an insatiable hunger, but uh nowhere yeah. near nowhere half as close to yours. Uh, let's just so- say Mr. Mistopheles is safe around me, but I see what you're saying around here. I love a Mistopheles reference. You can't you, I love it. Um let me ask you a question. So when when you die, do you think your heaven will be nicer because you're Brad Pitt. Or do you think you'll be put in Jonathan Biting heaven with the uglies, with the duds? I mean, I'll probably be okay. <laughs> you know? Next question. I... <laughs> <sighs> Can you name a celebrity that you were actually starstruck to meet? Like, like you saw a celebrity maybe from your childhood. Like, like I remember when I was a baby boy, I mm. saw Al Bundy, the real Al Bundy, Ed O'Neill. That's great, Ed. I love Modern Family. Huge, huge fan of Modern Family. Watch him with the fam. Uh, oh, you, you don't know Modern Family? I'm not. I, that might have been during out. my jail days. Yeah, Go not to on Hulu. The Go to Hulu, oh. sign on. Binge. I like. I like Binge. how you say Hulu. <laughs> Hulu. You are like you're like a newborn infant, and every time you make that sound, I assume half an ounce of peaches just rolled out onto your chest. <laughs> <laughs> you you like the party? You know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Oh. That's uh, a, uh, Sorry. Uh-huh. See, when you make that sound, it makes yeah. me want to get. We'll be right back. And we're back. Celebrity Sounds with Jonathan Biting. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, talking uh, to the Brad Pitt. You know him from producing Lego Masters, and that's it. Fred McMurray. <laughs> Fred that, McMurray. That was the person I was most excited to meet. Shut your mouth. Mr. Flubber himself. Let's just say I wish I wish Wait. there was there was a third son. <laughs> uh, so you prefer his flubber over Robin Williams. That's a bold statement. Can I be honest with you? I, I would hope that you would always be. I don't know that I knew there was a Robin Williams flubber. But I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Really? I think we're done here. How could you oh. not 
know that there was a Robin, not knowing there was a Robin Williams flubber. That's like saying, hey, I didn't know mountains were big ass. Honestly, honestly, Jonathan, everything after interview, uh, interview with a vampire was is is a bit of a blur. I've sort of I sort of tapped out. I I I disconnected from pop culture until started. I started having children of my own and they kind of pulled me back in. What happened there? What during the vampire? What happened that changed your brain so much? Was it was it Tommy Cruz? Did he get to you? Blech. The hardest working man in showbiz. Uh, no, it it sort of it was the it was the jet propulsion of stardom that I was on. We went from yeah. interview with a vampire. We did uh, Legends of the Fall. We went right into uh, Seven Fight Club, Whoa. Twelve Monkeys. And then and see that was long hair, Brad Pitt, like beautiful, sexy symbol, like cover of a novel, Brad Pitt. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> what am I now, chopped liver? A Budweiser frog just came out of your mouth and landed on the ground. Uh. And there's his buddy. Have you ever, because I do this often, (laughs) have you ever just gone back and Googled the premiere of uh, Interview with a Vampire and just seen the clothing that you and Tommy Cruise and all those guys thought it was appropriate to wear? Here's the thing. Tom Cruise didn't tell me, Tom Cruise didn't tell me you dress up for a premiere. Why would he? he? That's not his job. He said, well, you know, he was already a movie star and I'm looking to him as a mentor. And I go, uh, Tommy, you're going to be at the premiere? And he goes, of course. And I say, great. He did not say that. You added that. Tommy Cruz don't make that sound. Tommy, Tommy Cruz doesn't say, hi, I'm said, a top gun. He said, wear something you'll be comfortable in. <gasps> and I took that to heart. So I wore a white denim jacket, <laughs> an 18-year-old T-shirt, <laughs> and many, many necklaces. Many. All the necklaces from that year. If you were to time travel, if you were to build a time machine, travel in that year, the first thing you would do is say, where are all the fucking necklaces in this time period? (laughs) And uh, uh, they would be around Bradley Pitt's neck. I'll tell you that because that guy loved the necklace in that time period. Got to accessorize. Also white denim. Way to go. White denim. Crisp. The crispest white denim. (laughs) Crisp. That was my second improv team. Crispest. Hello, we are crispest white denim. All we need to get started is your fucking wallet. And then we would steal their money because we were thieves and also improvisers. My first improv troupe was uh, called Dirty Potatoes. I like it. That sounds like an ingredient for an alcohol. Speaking of which, Russian brand potato vodka. Only the finest potato vodkas in the land. If it's not Slappy the Russian, it's just hot water. Is their catchphrase. Not a sponsor. Back to the program. When you were in Interview with a Vampire, did you yes. yourself interview any real vampires to get into character? Did several. You ever, several. Yes. Uh, I'm guessing this was at night. This It had to be at night. Uh, yeah, couldn't have done it from a screen porch. Let me no, that. That, absolutely it, not. They would have unless it was the that time of day. Place. Unless it was that time of day. Yeah. Jonathan. 
that. Um, I hate that sound. Yeah, I, I would say I would say uh, what I learned most about the culture of vampires, their existence, is um, yes. They drink blood to uh, provide for their eternal youth. Uh, yes, they are technically nice the living dead. Yeah. But also, at heart, they are huge collectors of art. They have sustained <laughs> the art community for thousands of years. Oh, because they're fancy. Else? They're fancy. They they have a they have a, a top shelf sensibility of tastes for art and and think of all the statues, uh, oil paintings, tapestries that have pres- been right. preserved inside of a big scary castle. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't you can't be a vampire and have a poster in your house. No, no, you it can't. does not. I feel work. like all uh-huh. the vampires would come over, or Frankenstein's would come over, and they would be right. like, "Oh boy, a little tacky." Although, yes. if I was to get a birthday present from a monster, like a Zambi mm. or a or a, a Frankenstein or a Wolfman, I mm. think now I would want to get the gift from a Dracula because mm-hmm. Draculas have the best gift giving abilities because they're the most uh uh what's the word I'm looking for um wealthy. Are they wealthy? Do you think vampire? I never actually thought of how monsters would make money in general. Do the vampires like, Hmm. well, they have to be wealthy. They all have mansions. None of them live in one bedrooms. Like two no, story walk No, there's no studio vampires. It's true. No, that's true. I would true. have to say the only other monster. Studio I could think vampires was my third. <laughs> well, wealthier, wealthier than uh, than vampires is probably a uh, uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. That. Uh, just they have access to all the think of all the sunken treasure and and you know. The fancy, fancy silverware from the Titanic and what have you, yeah. what have you, what have you. Bah. Yeah. I that's fun. I don't really put the creature from the Black Lagoon in the same category as the regular Universal Monsters, but you gotta. But he feels like a bit of a uh, it seems like a bit of a Hawkeye situation, you know? Ah, sure, sure. Like not the the coolest Avenger. He has to he has to still there. He'll never get his own standalone, but if he's patient and plays his cards right, he'll have a he'll have a streaming series three years down the road. Yeah, which is really about his daughter and he just had he did like four days. Right. Yeah. Poor creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Also, his face sucks. Sure. Well, you can relate, I guess, suppose, based on hey, how you've described yourself. Hey, fuck based you, on Brad how you, Pitt. Uh, you know what? I can. I can never I find can the line relate. with you, Jonathan. I would I, would I can never find the line. It because uh, it moves constantly to my whim. I could sit there and look across the room and see the Black Lagoon creature and say, hey, pal, wink, wink. I get it. And I would right. feel comfortable, and so would he. And then you would walk in, and he would go, well, there goes my prospects for the evening. And I would say, get back in your lagoon. You're just a fish man like me. I'm going to go back to my lagoon, which is a bush outside of Jerry O'Connell's house. Yeah, I'm, I get bitter sometimes when it comes to people who have it better. But you know what? Honestly, mm. ever since being out of jail and starting therapy, I'm great. You seem I'm great. I'm doing good. Hey, based I off of this conversation, great. you seem like a million bucks. And Thanks. nobody knows a million bucks better than Brad Pitt. <laughs> how, how much money do you have currently? I know that's a um, terrible thing to ask somebody, but fuck it. How much money On are you On my person? 
Oh, my how net much, worth. My net worth. If somebody, if you had to keep all your money but a dollar, what sure. would that money amount be? I can let me put it to you this way. I was doing very well before I started producing Lego Masters. <laughs> Post Lego Masters, the checks write themselves. Bleh. Money that printing is, machine. Bleh. That is the most fucking badass sentence ever said in the history of sentences. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> I never would have thought that Lego Masters was the thing that would have put Bradley Pitt over the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was... Uh, now, listen. I was living... Uh, I was living in a, at a, at a certain... In a certain lifestyle, right? So, certainly, uh-huh. like... Certainly, uh, uh, my... My uh, my holdings were... Were... Uh, you know, were... Um, were uh, upper class, we'll say. You know? But it was okay. still check to check. You know what I mean? You don't sign up for a World War Z because you love you you love the character, right? Yeah, why that's did a, you do that's that? That's a bill. That's a bill paying job. We all have them. We all need them. Even Bradley Pitt got to do a, jo- a job for the check, and that yeah, was my World War Z. Sometimes, but you since gotta. Lego Masters, Daddy is sitting back, slapping down the slappy Russian vodka. It's but. Scrappy the Russian potato vodka. Endorsed completely by Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt loves Scrappy the Russian brand potato vodka. It's the only Russian brand potato vodka for me, but. The only vodka with a little bit of dirt in it. Slappy the Russian brand, potato vodka, not a sponsor. You got a message? I got a message. It was from Johnny Knoxville from Jackass. Is he, he next? Says hi. Ha, he says hi. I love those Remember guys. Remember when you were on the Jackass I and you got kidnapped? I love a prank. I always that enjoyed scene. that. I always thought that was cool of you that you went, I know I'm super famous and beautiful, yeah. but I'm going to let them throw me in a van and, and hurt me. At my core, I'm still a good old boy from, from yeah. Shikuni, Oklahoma. Wait. But- Celebrity sighting story. One time I was standing online at a movie theater and and much like you in the Jackass movie when you got kidnapped, B.D. Wong was there. And Big was, father of the bride fan. Oh, Jurassic Pork, that gentleman. Uh, B.D. Wong standing in line in front of me. I'm standing there, skin crawling. Off of my face because I'm going, does nobody see this B.D. Wong? And he is just looking down at his phone. And it wasn't even a, it was like a cell phone, but an early cell phone, like a Blackberry. And he was, and and then a van pulls up, door opens, hand to God, Al Roker, in a ski mask. I could tell it was him from the eyes, those puppy dog eyes. Grabs B.D. Wong by the scruff of his coat, drags him into the van, drives away. B.D. Wong kidnapped by Al Roker. Snapped a pic. No one. I look in the news four days, not in the newspapers, nowhere. Never to be seen. The next time I see him is on screen in Jurassic World. He seems fine. So I let it go. Yeah. Celebrity sighting story real quick. I love it. Yeah, that's not unheard of in the world of celebrities. We like to we like to razz each other. We like to abscond with each other from time to time. 
you're, and, you're uh, a prankster. Uh, I love uh, a prank. You not, love not a as, prank. Not as good as my buddy George. Uh, I was about I can't to hold, say I can't, can't hold a candle to my buddy George. But, you, uh, can't, you can't say the word prank uh, in Hollywood without immediately being reminded that that unsufferable fucking bastard, George Clooney, has you everything and likes to and likes to make your life worse by by pranking you. I what see, a son of a bitch that Clooney. Oh, uh, he's a he's a hell of a guy. He wants this is this is a true story. Oh, Clooney story. Step back. Shoot this, it. This is hand to God a true story, and you can take it for as meta as you want to be. Okay, but George Clooney. This is going to be great. George Clooney yeah. has a group of friends that he's been buddies with <laughs> since he was a struggling actor. But, and he, he would gift them, they would do a gathering once a year, and he would gift them different things, Vespas, or fancy jackets, uh, or white denim jackets, and- rich, uh, rich white people shit. Rich white people shit. And one year, he gave each of his friends a million dollars. I, I saw this. I saw this on the computers. And he said, do with it what you will. And then he sort of passively shamed them, saying, I had to spend more money in taxes to be able to give away a million dollars cash to each of you. Isn't that fucking rude? Also, like, ruin their lives. Put them in a new tax bracket. They got people calling them, haven't talked to them in fucking years. Every ex-boyfriend and girlfriend coming out of the woodwork trying to get that mill. Yeah, oh. go back to Lake Comer, you don't, George you Clooney. Don't, you don't give a horse a fish. You teach a horse how to fish for money. That's the phrase. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that phrase. You can't teach a horse how to fish for money. You got to bring that horse over to the lake and say, hey, George Clooney has pranked you, horse. And now you're glue. That's the phrase. Now you're glue. This has been a great, great time, Jonathan. I think this is the place to end. I think we end on a dead horse. Do we Much beat like it down? My, Do we beat it down? We we beat this dead horse into the ground. We took a picture of it and we put it on the internet for. Did you get what you see. wanted out of this, Jonathan? I mean, I don't know. I I, haven't I mean, honestly, I no. I was hoping. Okay. I was okay. hoping you would have a lot more stories. I was hoping you would have a story about Tony Todd, the Candy Man. Yeah, sure. Because uh, just because Tony... I want to, I've never seen him, and I want somebody to have a story about seeing him in real life. Yeah, I saw him once at a car wash. Shut up. No, my dream has come true. This is how you end the show. <laughs> Tony Dodd sighting. Shoot it. What happened? Uh, what was he doing? Uh, he drove a very practical Audi. Of course um, Silver. Uh, seemed to take out some cash. I think he tipped a fiver and uh, off he was. Respect. No snacks purchased from the little store. Did any no bees snacks. fly out of his mouth? Uh... Or am I confusing movies? Was that Michael Clark Duncan? <laughs> yeah, Dude, that there, might have been Michael Is there two Clark. movies where giant gentlemen spit bees out of their mouth? Can, Candyman and, and the Green, Green Mile. And the Green Candyman. And Man. maybe the Wicker Man? Maybe Nick Cage? Nicky Cage and the Wicker Man remake? Although they oh, fly yeah, in first yeah, and then fly spit, out. He spit up a bunch of... Sorry, I just spit up a bunch of bees. I just spit up a... Me too. We're spitting... Oh boy, we're spitting up bees. Uh, <laughs> What? Oh boy! Okay, it's time. I've had too much fun. Okay, we're spitting up bees here. Celebrity sighting with Jonathan biting Brad Pitt. Thank you for being such a beautiful man. Thank you, Jonathan. I'm sorry that my face looks the way it was. 
<laughs> Open up bees over here. The celebrity anus of the week is Brad Pitt for being so beautiful. Oh, I'm spitting up bees. Thank you for listening. Good morning. Goodbye, bees. <laughs> Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.